0: Hello and welcome to another episode of the CG Garage. This is episode number 352 featuring Isabel van der Woodsen, also known as Bell. And I have met Isabel, or Bell, uh, over the first time I met her was at ASAI, uh, which was a couple years ago, maybe 2018, 2017, I'm not exactly remembering, but it was here in Los Angeles, and she was winning an award for the uh, American Society of Architectural Illustrators. She is a fantastic architectural illustrator and a really interesting, she decided she was going to be in LA. She, me, she sent me an email uh, or a message on, on Instagram and she says, hey, do you want to get together? And I said, how about you just come over to my house and we record a podcast in person? It was the first time I had done a podcast in person since the pandemic happened and it was really scary, but fun. So we did it in my backyard and we celebrated with a really good bottle of beer to enjoy together and I promise her next time she comes over I'm not going to force her to do a a podcast we can just hang out and talk like regular people (laughs) but Kristen what did you think of Isabel
1: Uh, she's a fab woman I really want to meet her one day Uh, Mm -hmm. she talks about how Inception the movie is kind of like what drove her into like wanting to in architecture um Mm -hmm. so that was just a cool story and she just has this like incredible need to learn and just like keep going no matter like how tough it is um she has that story when she was studying at state of art in venice kind of being frustrated with not knowing all the programs but she kind of just like Kept through it, went to London and did some of the 3ds uh, London meetups, and that's kind of how she got her first job. And she's just kind of been traveling ever since. Um, but I like that she says because she is such a traveler, her um, the story that she creates in her um, like uh, visualizations and stuff is more like vignettes, close ups, and like making a comfy, cozy feeling because that's what she would want to be sold. So um, I almost feel like her traveling. Makes her better at what she does because she's creating something that's desirable to a lot of people. So.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. No. She's very, very interesting woman, and I really like talking to, with her. She was on a panel. I remember when we did it, uh, the the SAI thing, and that's that's the first time I think I met her at all. And so she was really interesting and very engaging at that time. Uh, I I was you know like you know very. One of the things I think is very interesting in her is her nomadic life, right? She does travel a lot, even during the pandemic, she does. Mm -hmm. And she's somehow landed in Dubai right now, which I also find it kind of funny that she's in the middle of the desert. (laughs) Accidentally moved to Dubai, which is the way she put it, which is kind of interesting. Uh, So, yeah, she's really great. And I really enjoyed having this uh, conversation with her. All right, we don't, uh, it's rounding up towards the end of the year, so we're not having that many events anymore coming up. But we do have one product announcement, and that is that V Ray 5 uh, update 2 for Maya is out. We've got several interesting updates on there. You should definitely check them out, including some of the new USD things that we've been adding to it. Uh, definitely check that out, and you can check that out at chaos.com. But if people want to know more about the podcast, Kristen, where can they go?
1: You can go to facebook.com slash cggaragepodcast or chaos.com slash cggarage. And if you'd like to watch us, go to youtube.com slash chaosgrouptv.
0: Perfect. And if you have any ideas for podcasts, please let us know. Email us, labs at chaosgroup.com. We always love to hear your suggestions, and we often try to follow up on them as well. Uh, but if you also, if you'd like to rate this podcast, don't forget to rate us on Apple Podcasts and leave us a review there as well while you're at it. And share us with all of your friends and family. But for now, enjoy episode number 352 with Belle van der Welcome to another CG garage Where the chaos group talks You'll know it's over when the last bucket drops We're gonna fire off rays in high dynamic range We know that ambient occlusion is passé Global illumination won't lead you astray And while image-based lighting is really swell you need to make sure everything has for now. All right, it's time to break it open. Delurium Noel. Fantastic. Uh, uh, I, this is We are celebrating, of course, because uh, I have not done a podcast in person in 18 months.
2: A <laughs> <laughs> long time.
0: It's a long time. So it's good to do that. Look
2: at that. Cheers. <laughs> it's gonna settle. be strong
0: it is a little Belgian beers tend to be a little bit stronger but that's why we have smaller glasses and yep. you and I will share this bottle I'll have to wait for that to settle a little bit. <laughs> anyway how are you so you are visiting in Los Angeles
2: yeah I'm really good thank you um, I've been in LA for the last five days now I finally adjusted to the jet lag and now I can enjoy the day, the day good and yeah i enjoy the sun and the food and the people here a lot
0: (laughs) yes indeed so 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 last time we met uh we was at um asai right yeah and that was in venice right uh and uh tell me like what's your like what were you
2: no i think it was it was in la it was in LA, yeah, right? Yeah, I mean, i in Venice. I'm in Venice, I'm
0: in Venice oh, California. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah.
2: Was like, Venice, Venice, California. <laughs> yeah. Yep, yeah, yeah, yeah. So it was pretty cool because um, I just met um, Kili the day before and then I went to the exhibition that she organized um, close to the Walk of um, Fame. Yeah. And it was really cool seeing like all my friends' artworks. Um and then she asked me, "Oh, hey, you've got this panel on tomorrow and someone someone has to cancel and would you like to come?" And I said, "Yeah, of course." Right. So, I had no idea what it was about.
0: <laughs> right.
2: But I think it was really cool all the people from different industries sitting there and and then having the panel in This was
0: the one at Noman, right? Yeah. 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 Which I was hosting.
1: (laughs) Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Exactly. Right.
2: Um, That was really cool. Um, Coming from nowhere and then sitting on a panel in Hollywood, this was, yeah. <laughs> that was really fun.
0: It was fun. Well, cool. Okay. Well, great. Well, I listen. You know, that was that was a lot of fun, and we can sort of get to how how we connected. But I want to know your origin story as well. Uh-huh. So, what is what's your background, and what you know? You obviously have been involved in visualization and so, you know, for for a little bit now, and then all, or for a while now. But uh, what got you interested in it? What's what's your interest in architecture and in computer graphics?
2: So. Basically, I've got a background in architecture, but um, how it all started was, I think, when I was about 13 years old, because I got really interested in, like, technical drawings and stuff, and Mm -hmm. um, so I did, like, a course at school for about three years, and then, unfortunately, I decided not to go to school and, and... started working in a bank for three years, but I just knew from the beginning I didn't really like it and I think I want to go back to architecture later on. And then I also watched this movie called Inception. And okay. um, I think this had a huge influence in my life um, just because all the VFX and everything and the architect to design like all those imaginary places um, in their dreams, I really thought, oh, wow, I really want to be an architect. I think this is exactly my thing. And I didn't know back then that there's something where you can study VFX. Mm -hmm. Um, So I studied architecture. I was really happy about it. And so I studied architecture in Germany for three years. Then I... Um, went to do my masters in Austria for about one and a half years, but in the beginning um, it was really difficult to keep up with them mm-hmm. because um, they were really good in Photoshop and renderings and I had no idea how to do all of this. And I was really lucky because there was one weekend um, where this um, local render company did a workshop um, in my uni mm-hmm. and I think one of the guys, um, he always stood next to me because nothing was working on my laptop, nothing (laughs) at all. And I was really frustrated and I don't know, but somehow I really liked it. And then I did um, a few um, visuals for my project at the end of the semester Mm -hmm. and my professor was absolutely in love with it. And later on, I met him again um, at an event and he asked me, oh, Isabel, would you like to take part in this competition with us? And it's like a bridge competition, and they won the last two times. And I said, yeah, of course I would love to do that. And But then I also had a job in an architecture office. So I was working eight hours in this architecture office. And then after work, I was working another six hours with them, working on that competition and doing their renders and updating every day the new model and everything. So it was really stressful, but also really cool. Mm-hmm. And It was really like this team spirit. And turned out we also won this competition so the first um real job i had it was paid um probably now not my biggest or my best project but right. <laughs> it was really cool like the feeling that it gave me it was like i think i really want to do this yeah like as a career
0: and when was this around what time that what was year? in
2: 2017 2017 was, yeah okay. no so, sorry 2016 uh-huh. yeah and then basically after that um I decided to to go to a school, like do a masterclass. Mm -hmm. So I went to Venice in Italy, Mm -hmm. um, State of Art Academy. And for four weeks, um, I did this masterclass. And I think it was about the same thing. Nothing worked. Every time the teacher had to come to my place, I got really frustrated. We were working with V-Ray back then. I had nightmares about V-Ray. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> um, I was basically talking about V-Ray um, because I shared a room with two two other girls, and they were like, "Isabel, you were talking again. You don't like V-Ray." Mm-hmm. It's like, ah. <laughs> <sighs> it's it was really it was a tough time. Okay, but um, yeah, it's it's always when you learn something new, it's Right. It's difficult. And I think I was the only one that, who never opened 3DS Max before. Ah. Um, and I thought, oh, I'm pretty sure it's going to be the same like Cinema 4D, but it was not. Mm-hmm. And yeah, so I've learned a lot in those four weeks and I knew, okay, when I go back to Germany, I have to do everything again. Um, and that's exactly what I did. Okay. And so I built my portfolio with Freeway a bit, but then I also tried to get, to get into Corona mm-hmm. <clears throat> because this was working better with my... Um, laptop back Mm -hmm. then and yeah. Then I tried to apply for jobs um and it took about I think a year until I found something that I was comfortable with.
0: Okay. What what jobs were you looking for? Architecture jobs or visualization jobs? So
2: yeah visualization jobs basically. Mm -hmm. But um in an architecture office. Got it. I felt like my friends who were running all those um Studios they didn't really want to take me on because they thought oh maybe she's not good enough yet mm. um, and yeah I was disappointed like I'm I'm honest I was really disappointed really but then I thought okay I st- I start anyways so I went to this architectural practice um in West London and yeah they I was fitting their skill set basically okay um they they were looking for a junior but also with someone uh, someone who has a ba- architectural background. Yep. And yeah, I did this for about eight months. But then yeah, I got a bit bored with the same kind of architecture all the time. The quality was not what I wanted to produce. Um, I didn't have enough time for the project. And so of course, I started to look for another job. Mm-hmm. And then it was really lucky uh, coincidence, maybe as well that recent spaces was um, looking for someone. Right. And I think it was this was maybe the second time that I went to 3DS um, London. So that event is every month, um, uh-huh. and then I saw them standing there in the entrance, and I said, "Oh hi!" And they were like, "Oh, we're we looking for someone." And I said, "I'm looking for something." Mm-hmm. And then, I, yeah. I showed them my portfolio and I said, "Oh yeah, so on, on the next day I also have an interview with another, another company," and then I said, "Okay, you also come in and have an interview with us."
0: Okay.
2: And so I, l- I landed my first gig in a, in a really good um, studio. Yeah. And was the happiest person, was like, "Okay, I finally made it." Yes. Um, because coming back, coming from Germany, I didn't really have a plan B. Mm-hmm. Um, I know I could go back and work in an architecture office but I really didn't want to do that so okay I was just glad after eight months that I founded studio where I really love the people love the work and um, love the the eye the hair for the details and like that's something I really do in my work as well hmm so yeah
0: okay <laughs> so 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 you're in London now and so that's where you you're you've been doing all your visualizations. so stuff,
2: right? so that was that was my first um, one and a half years with, with them as well. Mm-hmm. And then I, was, I still thought, oh, I'm still young. So I want to see more than just Europe. So I had started to apply again. And I thought, okay, maybe let's try the US. Okay. And I just put on my CV. I think on, it was on CG Ar- Architect. okay And someone saw it and I didn't think anyone would reply to me because it's all diffi- so difficult with the visas and everything. Right. But they responded pretty quickly, and then I was like, wow, maybe I actually have a chance to go to the US. Okay. And yeah, then I tried to apply f- uh, to another company as well where I know the boss in person, and then we had lots of chats um, with different kind of people. And that's how I basically got the job um, that I was doing last year in New York okay so i was really happy to finally be in that city i think where everyone wants to live at least once <laughs> okay um i think as an architect it's probably the most inspiring city um, and okay. with all those classical um buildings and yeah i've been there once um as a tourist before then with recent spaces as as well and it was just such a big dream um and then I got the job and then COVID, COVID <laughs> hit after two months and you don't want to be in New York when there's COVID because there's no private space. No, um, I can't
0: imagine. You have to use an elevator to go anywhere and you don't want to be in an elevator.
2: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> especially when you have to go 44 floors yeah. up. So,
0: mm-hmm. Yeah, that must have been really challenging. So you were stuck in New York during COVID, huh? Yeah,
2: I was stuck in New York. Um I didn't see any friends for about three months, I think. Yeah. Um, I think it was okay. I mean, I really liked my flat. Um, I had a really nice view, almost like you, Mm -hmm. Um, but more buildings. (laughs) 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 Um, I think I've grown a lot as an artist during this time because work was all I had. Mm
1: -hmm.
2: And I think that that was pretty good. Um, And yeah. You just do lots of reading and watch tutorials and and do everything that you can do to use that time because I didn't want to be one of those people who, who said, oh, I don't know what to do with my time during like working from home. Or like, There's so many things you can do, right. especially in, in our industry. Um, there's so many things that you want to learn, like Phoenix, for example, doing simulations and stuff. You know, there's never enough time.
0: Why do you want to learn those things
2: <laughs> so you can use it <laughs> so <laughs> i, mean, I don't need someone else to do it the,
0: the, okay uh, that's good i, I that seems like i was saying you shouldn't learn it I, i'm glad you want to learn phoenix but uh the, but the, what is your i mean what is your what did you want to do like you you, you seem like you're chasing something yeah. Uh, and you you're having a great time chasing these things and yeah. running around. You're, you 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 want to travel, obviously. Yeah, yeah. Uh there's an op- I I I don't want to travel. Actually, want well, to be honest, the covid thing allowed me to not travel for a yeah. long time and that was actually kind of nice for me. Yeah. But uh what do you want to do? Like what are some of the things that you you're ambitious? Your work is is great and if it's gotten better because of covid, then that's even better. <laughs>
2: yeah. yeah. I definitely think so. Um so basically now after all of this, um, what happened during COVID, I ended up back in Germany for four months Right. and I didn't want to stay there because it was cold and I accidentally moved to Dubai um, <laughs> and I kind of settled down in Dubai. Now I've got a cat. It's like,
0: how did you accidentally move to Dubai? I don't understand how that actually so, happens. <laughs>
2: so I only wanted to go for maybe for one or two months. Okay. Um, because then I thought, okay, I think I just go back to the UK after that. But because COVID was still so bad, I just didn't go back. Okay. And I applied for this, um, it's like a working from home visa. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, I've got like a really nice life there, good health insurance. Um, I really can't complain. Okay. And I work for all those companies in London where so I do um, the freelancing for them. Right it gives me lots of like insights on in how they run the company what are, what are kind of projects they have i've worked i've been working on lots of um projects in the middle east um which is nice because i live there so i <laughs> i get like all the, the references for like plants and stuff just in front of my house right um so i think this is very beneficial and yeah i just stay there i never planned on moving there totally right um But yeah i'm really happy at the moment
0: well that's cool do you you still like architecture
2: yes i mean dubai is really inspiring as well just because it has this very weird kind of mix um, of architecture so the buildings are a bit like american with an asian influence Mm -hmm. then the interior design is like totally crazy but really really high end Mm -hmm. and so a lot of money yeah (laughs) And everything that's gold is probably gold. Right. But um, yeah, and there's a lot of gold. <laughs> yeah, everything is gold. But it's it's really um, interesting to go to restaurants or um, bars and see the interior design, how they do things, and, and it's always good to have like real life references mm-hmm. and how they do the lighting. And that's really really beneficial if you want to do the jobs there. Yeah. Um, and then also I like to go to. Dubai Mall and check out all those um, designer shops um, like Gucci or like all those big brands Mm -hmm. and to see the interior design that they do because it's so high quality and so detailed and it's really really fascinating. I think most of the people are just too scared to walk inside. Right. Um, But as an architect or interior designer, I think you should have a look.
0: (laughs) Right. Yeah, I think it's. I think it's. I think it's fascinating. Um, Dubai is an interesting place for sure. I mean, what is your thoughts? I mean, you, you you mentioned you know one of the things that sort of pushed you over into doing things is is was Inception, right? Yeah. So do you do you have an interest? Do you was it Inception interesting to you because of how they portrayed architecture, or because you realized that computer graphics could portray architecture in a specific way?
2: I think both. So in the beginning it was how they portrayed portrait architecture and then the second part was the other thing, yeah.
0: Yeah. Well I think it's interesting because, you know, do you when I when I used to be an architect, mm. uh, and, and I used to do that those things, I basically was was interested in finding out like, hey, you know, what what is architecture going to uh, uh I, I loved architecture design in yeah. a lot of ways, but I got really good at, k- at visualization, mm-hmm. like you. Yeah. But I didn't. After a while, I started to realize that I actually didn't care about building the building anymore. Yeah. Do you care about that? Um. <laughs> or you just like the the picture and the narrative a little
2: bit? I still care about it. Yeah.
0: You do. Yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. but. Not too much. Um, I know anyways that when you have like a flat in New York and they have this massive column in it, they're going to shrink it down. Right. Because it's too big in the picture. So. Right. And it's completely unrealistic. Right. Um, but yeah, I still care about the buildings. Yeah. I still care about what's going to be possible or not. <laughs> right. Um, but it's really interesting now that I'm getting more familiar with different kind of areas in Dubai. um, I see different kind of styles of architecture and I look at it and look at all the details and I'm like, okay, the section is going to be like this, Mm -hmm. but I know this cannot, uh, they cannot transfer this kind of architecture somewhere else because it doesn't work with the climate. Right. Because if, if there's rain, then this is not going to work anymore.
0: Right, 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 right. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, but what do you, what do you think about like, you know, uh, like, you know, okay, so Germany, you went to... Italy for a little bit. Mm-hmm. You went to London. You went to New York. You've obviously in LA, and then you go to Dubai, right? So you've yeah. you are passionate about architecture. Obviously, I'm not, I'm not saying that, you know, yeah. but, but you're seeing it. What is your take on all of that? You know, you're you're you're, you're uh, 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 you've seen a lot of different kinds of architecture. What's your take on where architecture is today?
2: <laughs> um, I think the more money you have, the more crazy things you can do. Is that good? Um, yeah, I think it's interesting. Okay. Um, it's really cool. Uh, Dubai is probably one of the best cities to experience that. Um, right. Yeah. So I think at Germany especially, it's just really boring. Nothing has really happened in the last 20 years that was outstanding. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, like all the other cities, they're just leading the game. Yeah. Um, when you see what like Hederwick does, it's just incredible. Uh,
0: but is that the the case? I mean, I know it's always been the case where there's money, there's gonna be great architecture, yeah. right? Uh, but also the question is taste, right?
2: Yeah, yeah. yeah.
0: <laughs> so you mentioned gold as an example at Dubai, which I know like, you know, the there's a there's a cultural certain cultures. Uh, like to show how much money they have, and they yep. put gold everywhere to yeah, show yeah. how much money they have. Now, that is is that is that also the case, or do you feel that like somehow, like you know, you're Dubai, so you'll you'll hire Ram House or, or uh, you know Bjork Engels or whatever, and say yeah. okay. And then they're going to make something great, and they're going to tamper down the gaudiness of the architecture. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is that, do you, where do you think the taste is going to happen?
2: Yeah, I think that always there should be some kind of balance. Right. Um, so it, that's difficult to get the balance right. And in Dubai, everything is like on top. So I th- think actually the balance is is okay.
0: Really? Yeah. Well, who's making those decisions in Dubai?
2: I don't know. Okay. Um, I don't know who does the master planning um, for that, but I've seen some really cool buildings. They have a really nice museum. It's called the Etihad Museum. Mm -hmm. It's probably the most impressive museum I've seen. Yeah. Um, And I've seen a lot of museums. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Um, Also the expo the expo in Dubai yes um, it's huge I've been to one in Milan in 2015 yep. you cannot compare that. Um, it's absolutely outstanding what they show shown or what they're showing at the moment and I recommend to everyone go right until 31st of March I've, I go every week twice okay and um, because it's so big and I always find new things and there's so many pavilions and I just want to indulge all of it right. And yeah, it's it's really really inspiring. Um, yeah.
0: Okay. <laughs> well, I think you know th- there's an interesting thing about architecture. Just they all have their moments and that are interesting. You know, like here I am. You know, I'm in Los Angeles and. Although you can't see it because this house has been modified by the previous owner, but mm-hmm. this is one of those classic mid-century houses. I right? saw, I,
2: <laughs> I, I know. I saw that when I came. Right? It's really cool. So,
0: so it's like, you know, it's got all this glass everywhere. And like, it's actually when we moved here, we was like, this is so beautiful. There's so much light coming in. And we realized there's actually not enough wall to hang a picture on yeah, because yeah, yeah. there's so much glass. Did they there.
2: build this in the 50s?
0: Yeah, 1952, I yeah.
2: think this was. Very yeah.
0: nice. Yeah, so it's been around uh, for for, uh, for a while, and it's uh, that is sort of like, you know, that moment, right? So California's moment of architecture was... To be
2: honest, I, this is what I picture when I think of California. Right.
0: That's what I'm getting at, right? Yeah. So like the 50s was that moment where California was booming, right? Yeah the movie industry was booming everyone was moving to la and so you had that sort of moment of architecture that i think is really fascinating and to me i love it you know so i'm I'm, I'm lucky but 1950s is actually a long time ago so that's not you know even though it's called modernism yeah (laughs) it's kind of old but it's timeless it is is it timeless i mean I think
2: it, it's timeless design, yeah.
0: Yeah. Uh, yeah, right now it's very popular too, which is good. Yeah. Uh, but I think that's, that's interesting. So I th- I'm wondering about like places like Dubai, you know. like
2: Is it going to be timeless? Is
0: it going to be timeless?
2: Good question. It's going to be mean... special.
0: You know, you mentioned cities, for example, right? Yeah. Uh, and you love architecture, as you do, and you said living in New York is great. If you have an opportunity, I recommend you go to Chicago. Oh,
2: yeah. I've got friends there as well.
0: You should go to Chicago because you will see a different style, a different um, uh, a face of modernism
2: mm-hmm.
0: with Mies van der Rohe
2: yeah, yeah, yeah right that's true
0: and that I think to be honest I when I was going through Chicago and I look at the city and I and and I love New York I yeah. love New York but Chicago to me was I was like oh yeah there's really great architecture in Chicago and I walk through the city and I'm going to see the most pristine minimalist Mies Van Der Rohe building was just amazing, and then next to it you'll see like a Louis Sullivan building, which is very ornate.
2: It sounds very good,
0: <laughs> and it's really kind of special. <laughs> I do miss architecture. I tell you, it's interesting. Um, um, but anyway, let's get back to uh, some uh, <laughs> some computer graphics stuff. I want to get back to some of that. We'll get we'll we'll go back and forth. Yeah, computer graphics. Okay, so why. What got you interested in doing that? What what was the visualization part of things that you like, oh, I want to see this? And now know you said Inception, yeah, but it. But what was it about Inception that said I want to see this photorealistically? What got you interested in that?
2: Um, I think Inception was the first movie where I realized what computer graphics can do.
0: Ah. So,
2: well, um, how old were
0: you when you saw that movie?
2: <laughs> maybe. 1415 15? I don't know. Okay. Maybe younger. I don't know. Right. But um, yeah. So for the first time, I realized, oh, there's something that combines architecture with visualization. Yeah. But I had no idea what, what is this. Right. And yeah. I mean, as an architect, you think of, oh, we're just going to build those small like, single family townhouses and my client wants to see how it's going to look like. Right. So I always thought, it's going to be cool if I can show them before um, they actually invest all this money and how they can transform it um, into something they, they want to do. Right. So I think this was always pretty cool. And then, yeah, you just get into all those huge projects and it's amazing um, when you see what they do in New York or, like, the Middle East and how they transform, like, like no man lands into artificial islands and resorts. And it's, it's absolutely crazy. Yeah. Um, yeah. So
0: they make islands out of nothing.
2: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they just put a palm in the middle of the ocean. <laughs> <laughs>
0: yep.
2: Yeah, no, it's, it's crazy what, what is possible. Mm-hmm. Um, and of course they need people to visualize that, those right. ideas. And yeah, I think now is the time like even more than five years ago because everyone wants to know how it's going to look like because everyone thinks oh this is so easy to do
0: but do you like the visualization process
2: yeah, yeah 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 i love that you love it yeah and i'm really happy if i get a job where i can actually bring in my own design skills as well okay um does that happen it happens yeah sometimes i get booked for that so okay um so that's that's really fun um Um, Yeah, those are my best jobs. But otherwise, it's just nice if I get something from the client, like they want this and this and this, and I make it look really nice. But then sometimes they realize, oh, this is terrible design. Let's change everything. Right. Um, That happens probably in 50% of the cases.
0: Oh, when they see their actual project. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Um, But it's a design project, so um, the process is always like that.
0: Yeah, yeah. It's interesting. I, I actually, you know... I I find one of the things that what what that really attracted me towards visualization uh, is, uh, and actually even architecture, and this applies to just design in general, Mm -hmm. is uh, story. Yeah, there's a story that you tell when you do architecture, and there's a story you tell when you do visualization, right? Yeah, and uh, I love that story thing, and I think you know. uh, When I used to be doing architecture and I would see, or even in in architecture school, like you were, the best projects were not always the best buildings. They were the best story about the buildings.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah.
0: (laughs) Right? And so to me when i started going into the movie industry i started realizing it's the same thing like yeah. if you can tell stories through pictures yeah. that makes sense what's your what's your thoughts what what is the kind of stories that you want to tell through your pictures
2: i personally don't like any people in my um, images yeah. so i think it makes the story part maybe a bit harder but what i like and what people book me for is making vignettes so i do a lot of close-ups and i think with close-ups you can also tell a story really well Mm -hmm. and without um showing too much so it gives you this really intimate feeling about something right and it makes you feel like you are there and and i think most of the time this is what the clients love for like social media and that's what yeah that's what they're their customers like as well
0: social media so how is social media change archivist <laughs>
2: um, sometimes I try to do a social media break because I think it's so exhausting okay Um, but I think it's it's gotten a bit better Um, yeah it's nice to see all my friends work um, but I think with all the ads that you get on Instagram nowadays social media is terrible mm-hmm. Um, it's really hard to actually find what you're looking for And I just use it mainly to save references. Um, Okay.
0: Well, that's for your experience. But what do you think it's done to architecture visualization? Like, what are the things that you have to do to make it ready for? Like, if I did a rendering, it's like it was. To print it, went back, you know, this is how old I yeah. am, right? <laughs> it was to print it out and put it on a foam core and put it inside the building. Like, check out your building. Yeah, That's what we did. I didn't have to make something that fit in a square on your phone so yeah. you can flip through it. So how has that changed the world of architecture visualization? I definitely
2: think it's changed because now people just started doing um, cinematographs. So like, I don't know, like three or four second loops that they put on like Instagram stories, things okay. like that. And then obviously they want to fit the Instagram story ratio or yeah. So things the ratio has changed a bit um, for the images. Right. Um but other than that, yeah, it's all about likes. So it's all about likes, right? So if you just make make something that's really crazy because it's a room, it's just green and it probably gets a lot of likes. It goes viral and everything. Um yeah that's what the people are after
0: so you have to make that well that's interesting so the the choices you make are for something to stand out in order for it to stand out you have to do something crazy yeah <laughs> is that do you like doing that
2: no no I, that's why i don't do it
0: that's why you don't do it okay
2: um i think i'm pretty shy as well on social media i don't really like to post a lot of things um it's a lot of work as well i mean you almost need a social media manager to deal with all the comments and then people tr- try to promote it and put money on it right. and it's something that you need to understand otherwise you just lose that money or right i don't know yeah
0: yeah i it's i find I am much happier in social media if I don't go as myself. Yeah. But if I make a persona of myself, yeah, that is for that, right? Yeah, so yeah. like my my persona on Facebook is mainly geared towards podcasts. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Right? I'm a podcaster and and my persona on Instagram, believe it or not, I try to have a different one there, yeah. <laughs> is all about my passion for fishing, right?
2: That's I don't I saw that really cool.
0: <laughs> so that's, that's really it. Cool. Like but Everything else about me is different, right? Because I, I don't want people into my personal life. I don't think it's the right thing yeah. to do. And I I don't want my social media, uh, you know, mining my personal data in that way. So exactly. I, I find that there's a value to that. But it's interesting because, you know, I was always thinking, it's like, well, what is it like to be as an archivist person? It's like, yeah, you have to create Instagram renders and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. So,
2: I mean, lots of people are doing that, and I think they're really successful. Good um but i don't know i'm not that kind of person so
0: yeah do you do animations
2: i've worked on a lot recently yeah
0: a lot what kind of animations like what's the what's the what's the state of animations today in art biz? like what's it look like
2: um it's not like fly throughs anymore
0: okay <laughs> but
2: it's i feel like it's always just this really slow like moving into a room, moving to the side, maybe moving a little bit up in the curve. Okay. Um, Just slow, ca- very slow, slow cameras. Very slow. Everything is very slow. Uh-huh. I don't think this has really changed in the past five years. Right. I mean, there are some studios that make some um, cool animations and stuff, and they work with, um, basically, with X companies together. That's why they're really good. Mm-hmm. But what you see on a daily basis, it's... I don't want to say it's disappointing, but... Um, it's, I guess it's what the clients want and and the budget is not there to make more.
0: Do you think, you said this is what the clients want, do you think you have a responsibility as an ArcVis person to actually go to your clients and educate them on something in terms of how it could be better?
2: Yeah, I mean if someone comes and says, I want a fly-through, mm-hmm. I'm not going to do that. right? Um, There's so much more that you can do. Like you can even just put in more money in images and they're going to be nicer than a fly through. Yeah.
0: Um, yeah. What was my, my We used to say like with a client that actually asked for that, say, why don't I sit you down in a wheelbarrow and (laughs) roll around into a building and tell me how much you like that experience. (laughs) (laughs) Because yeah. yeah. And in film, they always think you need the camera moving forward to go from room to room. It's like in a movie, the only time a camera moves forward is if it's, Chasing you, and it's a horror film, <laughs> so it's not going to be a good experience. No, I don't know. Yeah, what kind of stories do you want to tell?
2: i um, in architecture. Good question. I think I feel it's always like feeling feeling home, probably. Feeling uh, home. Yeah, if I mean if it's if it's a new apartment building, you want to feel like oh, if you want to buy this, I feel so home in this. Um, I feel comfortable like sitting by the pool, enjoying my time. Right. Um. Yeah, something like that. That's funny
0: because you're so nomadic in so many ways.
2: Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah I am.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But it's interesting. I think that's so so there's a comfortness that you like to say the the story of comfort, right? Yeah, I guess so. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely.
2: I think no one ever sold this to me. So that's why I'm still moving around. You
0: haven't found your your comfort zone. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think it's interesting. There's a lot of things that are you know that are that are the narratives that are done in, in architecture or around architecture. Has there, besides besides Inception, what are some of the films that you've uh, that may have inspired some of the ways you look at things?
2: Um, I really like Mr. Robot.
0: Oh, Mr. Robot. Interesting.
2: Yeah, I really like that um twist at the end um was very very good um i really like the new James bond
0: oh cool yeah
2: um maybe the joker as well all right so those kind of movies i think they've they've inspired me a lot but i feel like i cannot really take those Inspirations and bring it into architectural visualizations because it's too difficult. Like no client is gonna buy that.
0: Okay. Um, but what if what if you did something for yourself? Yeah. Have you done something for yourself?
2: Um, I did a project last year, basically for myself. Um, where I tested a new uh, V-Ray five GPU. Mm-hmm. But this was also just like a condo, like a um. But no, I don't really do many crazy things because I think at the end, if a potential client is gonna look at this, they're not gonna buy it. Right. That's my kind of thinking. Right. Or that's also something that people told me. They always told me, "Do something you think someone will will buy." Um.
0: I don't know. I would disagree.
2: Yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna.
0: Well, I've seen. Well first of all you need to do it for yourself so that you know so you actually go through the exercise of seeing what you wish you could see. Yeah. Right? So that's a good thing. But uh, it's. it's I've actually heard certain people say that they do that so that people so that if there's a customer that's the right customer that comes around or right mm. client that comes around they say this is what I did and they're like, "Oh, I didn't know that was possible." Oh, so yeah, it's your yeah. best way to illustrate what you would like to do mm-hmm. yeah so i think there's possibilities in that i just spoke to um to victor at beauty in the bit oh a cool yeah of yeah and so he was telling me about you know he that's why he did, the, oh, that's the why he did all,
2: the, all yeah. the unreal stuff yeah yeah
0: so he could do that that's cool yeah what's your thoughts about about real time
2: i think it's amazing i think yeah. especially what victor pulls out mm-hmm. like everything he does it's just it just gets better and better. Mm-hmm. Um, I think the first one that he did for um, MegaScan or Quixel, mm-hmm. like, it was outstanding. I didn't think he could do anything better, but then he's just he takes it to the next level again. Right. Um. But it's it's great. I mean, he has a he has a team behind, um, him who helps him with like everything. Right. And I think some so those those things are really hard if you are just one person. Right. Yeah.
0: Yeah, I think it's interesting. Um, there's. Uh, I, I really like the Mega Scans guys, actually. I, they came by the office cool. uh, in Culver City a couple of times. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And they're uh, they're really cool. The thing is that, you know, it works really well for things like what Victor did, right? Yeah. It works yeah, yeah. really well for like rocks Iceland yeah, and ice exactly. and moss.
2: <laughs> for architecture, it's still not 100% there. It's-
0: it isn't, but it, that's a, that's okay. The technology just needs to grow. I yeah. mean, or their library needs to grow. Yeah. the library is already really big. It's big, yeah. It's big, but the thing that I've always had a problem with a little bit with, yes. uh, with some of the stuff that is in um that is in Unreal, and I really like Unreal. Honestly speaking, I've been working in Unreal for a long uh-huh. time, so I'm not saying that. But the problem I have is that the the, the I graduated from rasterized rendering back in 2005 (laughs) (laughs) and i didn't want to go back and now i feel like i'm forced to go back yeah and i don't want to do that um and i feel that i want to continue to go to ray tracing yeah so that's been my goal this is like how can i continue ray tracing but still enjoy all the benefits of real time (laughs) yeah yeah so, what do you think? What are your thoughts about uh, ray tracing versus rasterizing? I know it's a complicated technical question for you. Um,
2: <laughs> I think ray tracing just has gotten so good. Yeah. Um, that everyone should look into it. Yeah.
0: And, and you're a Corona user too, right? Yeah. Yeah.
2: And I've just got a a new workstation in Dubai. Um, it was amazing because I I ordered it and two days later I had it, and. Wow. They were super fast, they had everything in stock, and yeah, now I can just go crazy when I come back and do all those things I always wanted to do because I know this machine is a beast. Nice. And yeah, it's gonna be lots of ray tracing.
0: Lots of ray tracing. What's your what's your thoughts on Corona?
2: It's gotten a lot better. Yeah. Yeah. So I think I started maybe with Corona one point six. Okay. Now we are Corona 7, and the caustic stuff is super cool.
0: I was going to ask you about that. Um,
2: So I think everyone now loves doing those pool images and animations. And it's still a bit difficult to get caustics in a room without any sunlight. So that takes ages and ages to process. Right. Um, But most of the time you don't do this anyways. Right. But yeah, um, I think... Since V-Ray took over, or since KS co- uh, Group took over, it's right. it's improved a lot. And, of course, it also improved V-Ray a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm a big fan of the light mix, to be honest. I always set the light mix up for every scene I do. Right. So it takes two minutes, and then at the end, I just do really cool vignettes, um, just change a few things, and it's so easy, and takes like 10 minutes done. Right. Yeah.
0: Yeah, I think it's interesting. I think... Um, I mean I've spoken to the corona guys many times and mm. we talk to them and they're they're very smart and yeah I think you're right you know it was like a lot of people sort of thought about corona and chaos joining as like one's just going to kill off the other but what's very interesting is that many years have gone by and we still kept both teams and many times uh, you know once or twice a year they get together and just have these hackathons. Yeah, yeah. And a lot of great things have come out of that, like you know, like the caustics thing. Yeah, and all other that's cool. Things.
2: I actually use both now. I was a almost a Corona only user, uh-huh. but then when I did that project for NVIDIA last year, I had to use V-Ray. Oh right. And it was tell a chat. us about the project. Um, so basically i was um asked to do this project for nvidia they sent me this laptop from um razer oh right um,
0: Razer 15. yeah exactly
2: <laughs> um super nice laptop and yeah they said you know do whatever you want to do
0: and how did you win this how did you get involved with that
2: um on facebook i think they asked me if i if they wanted to. To get some women involved into the industry okay and that's why so they asked me if i can do a project for them i can do whatever i want to do i have to produce some um, youtube tutorials about it and i think that worked on it maybe for two weeks mm-hmm. um yeah so i built this small apartment in san francisco and i produced maybe seven images or something for them um on v-ray 5 gpu because um
0: yeah, you need to use a GPU. Yeah, exactly.
2: <laughs> um, but turned out it was great fun working on that, but the laptop is way, way, way too slow for that. Oh, okay. Um, so with my new laptop, it's going to take maybe, I don't know, five minutes or something. Um, is that
0: the computer you just ordered? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. It's a laptop. No, no,
2: no, it's a PC, sorry. It's a PC, okay. I'm so used to laptops. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, so um, it was really fun and really cool getting into VR again. Because mm-hmm. I thought, oh my God, this is going to be such a big challenge. But because V-Ray and Corona are so close, like right. it was so easy. Yeah, and well,
0: V-Ray Five has a light mix now.
2: Yeah, exactly, <laughs> exactly. So that was super cool testing the light mix and other layer, then the layer system. Mm-hmm. And I think V-Ray nowadays is amazing. So when I do projects now, I do V-Ray and Corona project. Depends on the project what I want to use. Right. Um, and yeah, I'm really happy with both of them. So yeah I, so because some clients don't want to use corona for some reason for animations i think it's faster than v-ray so
0: okay i can use both i've always found that corona you know well i don't use i don't use corona unfortunately because you know i don't have time to learn everything but uh <laughs> but i've when i've what i've seen in render is that corona does a like a really beautiful job in interior shots yeah and i think um i don't want to credit Corona for that. I want to credit the artist who did it. But nonetheless, I, every time I see Corona rendered, there's something a little bit different about the way the, the interior looks. Uh, I think the global nation has something that's a little bit special um, that I'm not sure I can identify. Yeah. I definitely know that V-Ray can do the same things, but it just seems that there are certain defaults that work a little bit different.
2: It can be, yeah. Yeah. I cannot really see a difference anymore, to be honest. I think that V-Ray really caught up to that Interesting. level. Yeah. I actually think that now my, my V-Ray clay renderings look better than my Corona clay renderings. I don't ah, know why. Interesting. Um, yeah.
0: What about your speed?
2: I think V-Ray is
0: faster. V-Ray is faster. Okay.
2: Um, yeah, but I love both of them. Yeah? Um, yeah.
0: Well, okay, so um, what, what's your, what, what do you think is gonna, you know, change the way you work? Like, and we know we mentioned real time a little bit, Obviously, I think that that's going to influence all of us. But what are the things that you think in the, that are coming up in the future that you're looking forward to?
2: I think maybe better defaults for materials.
0: Defaults for materials? Yeah. Okay. I think
2: maybe if I want to say, oh, this is a fabric, then it gets maybe like a fabric key kind of like bump already. Right. Um, because I always think, oh, it's a bit painful to put in just a bump map and it's always the same thing. Right Um. of course there are, there are some materials that come with the software already, but they are most of the time not that amazing. right. Um, or I don't know, I think the reflection can somehow improve as well. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, tiny
0: things. What's wrong with the reflections right now?
2: <laughs> I just look at the real life reflection, I think it should it doesn't look the same. Okay. And I don't know why, but I guess it's some kind of like algorithm and behind it that's not one hundred percent. There are maybe ninety five.
0: Yeah. Well, I remember this from from car renderings, right? So I used to do a lot of car renderings, mm. and car renderings uh, they always looked way too shiny in yeah. in 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 CG. And the reason, the biggest reason for this, is that people would not. Apply the right Fresnel value.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah I, know. To, I know. that.
0: To there, and so they always look like, you know, Christmas balls, right? <laughs> <laughs> so they're not. So, so I think that that's the thing. Is like people have to like less is more, you know, especially yeah, yeah. reflections. So I yeah. think that that's the case. Because honestly speaking, if if you do things correctly with a ray tracer, you know, one to one, it should look the same. It yeah, should look identical. So. Yeah, yeah. Um, that's the thing I think is interesting. Uh, do you think people should render things based on how they see things or how they photograph things?
2: I mean, the thing with, um, photos is still that there's so much post on it, I think. And some people they put like flashlights, like artificial flashlights, I call them Mm -hmm. because then they put so many images in one image and looks like oh you've got all those like nice highlights but in in real life you don't actually have that sure so yeah i think it's good to know how su- like certain spaces feel mm-hmm. um, because it's your like memory no one can take that from you and mm-hmm. um, but then also of course you have to sell something so you put highlights and you put um um fake fake um lights and everything and i really hate doing that <laughs> um yeah but but what i realized most of the time is that when i get um projects to do the lighting design is really bad
1: Interesting. it's
2: actually not it's not our fault that there's not enough highlights it's the fault of the lighting designer because there are not enough spotlights um like in the ceiling or something um i think this is one of the main issues that why we have to fix it
0: (laughs) right so do you do you give some of those feedbacks to the designers saying hey by the way the spotlights are you know that's the way the lighting is in the apartment yeah of course yeah
2: like I have to fake things right (laughs) that's not how it's supposed to be and it's just gonna be dark
0: right yeah it's interesting
2: yeah and that's why that's why I always say go into shops because they have great lighting designs
0: shops do yeah yeah because if, they have to sell things yeah so <laughs>
2: so especially if you go in london if you go to victoria's secret they uh-huh. have amazing lighting design they're not the way how they the light falls on the different pieces it's incredible right um yeah so definitely go into shops and look at the ceiling and don't just look at the products um That's- and have a look why it look like why it looks like this for example if you go to like hollister everything is really dark Okay. I don't know why everything is so dark because it's not really good. But right. um, just go somewhere where it's bright and everything, the atmosphere feels nice. So I mean, that's what we want to achieve, I think.
0: Right. Right. I think it'd be strange if my house was lit like Victoria's. <laughs> <laughs> At least not all of it. At least not all of it. Yeah. Yeah.
2: But also, if you go to like car shops. You know, yes.
0: Car- yep. Showrooms.
2: Showrooms, yeah, mm-hmm. because you want to see like the glare on the, the edge of the cars and stuff. Mm-hmm. So that's really important.
0: Yeah. Do you enjoy lighting? Yeah. Do you enjoy the lighting part? What's, yeah, what's totally. your favorite part of, of of the process of doing a rendering?
2: Um, probably looking for vignettes, but that's for me at the end of the project. Okay. Um. So that's when everything's perfect already. So it's the easy part. But yeah, lighting has to be perfect. So it has to be done from the beginning. Right. Um, sometimes unfortunately it happens like later in the project because then the people realize oh no something is wrong and then you have to do everything again and it's uh, it's not so nice but yeah Mm -hmm. lighting materials
0: right Yeah. yeah okay so lighting and materials what do you like about materials
2: um I definitely like to I think to balance all of them in the image so that the whole image has like a like a harmony to it Mm -hmm. yeah because most of the time you can't make the red like it is on the reference because it's too red right and and then it's not going well with the blue or something like that so i think i i like that i have to kind of like color grade my entire image by myself yeah so i don't just um make it how they tell me and then it just doesn't look nice because then I have to send something that's not nice.
0: Do you do a lot of posts? No. Now? No. No. You... I
2: try to balance everything in three D.
0: Really? Okay. Why do you? Why do you think that's the case? Why do you? Why do you like doing doing that?
2: Um, just because later on, um, like if I if I want to do vignettes, then everything's perfect.
0: Oh, then you have to do it. Twice. Yeah.
2: Because um, if I do it in Photoshop, it's just too much work, and I have to do it for every image. Um, <laughs> no. So everything has to be in three D.
0: Ah. So you do a lot more work because you're lazy. (laughs) That's a good thing. Yeah,
2: but it saves me time at the end. (laughs) Yes, it
0: does. That's good planning. (laughs) Um,
2: But to be honest, um, I think that if I get a project, for me it's 80% thinking about it and 20% doing it. Okay. I think a lot about my project when I go somewhere, like like even if I just have a drink, I I think about how I do things, Mm -hmm. and then I just go and do it. Mm -hmm. um while I think three years ago I was just jumping into the project did many many things and then it didn't really work out that well I think but Mm -hmm. now I'm much more efficient and yeah maybe more experienced as well um yeah so it's much easier
0: it sounds like you've grown quite a bit in 3 years
2: hopefully yeah
0: <laughs> do you enjoy that i mean do you feel it yourself
2: yeah 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 i think so um i also help a lot of people who are like really junior or who want to make a step in the industry so they contact me they ask me oh hey can you give me some feedback on my portfolio or on images and then i try to send them all my comments and what i would like to do mm-hmm. and then it's on them if they if they do it or not.
0: Do you think you have a role as a mentor now?
2: Yeah, yeah, I think so. I've had this for maybe a few years. Yeah. 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 And I like it because it's, I love helping people. I mean, I had such a hard way getting into this industry and I just want it to be as easy as possible for them. Right. And um, so I give, give them all my advice um that I have. And yeah,
0: well, it's interesting. I mean, you mentioned like Nvidia gave you a laptop because they want to promote women in the industry, right? Mm. So that's a thing that 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 unfortunately still needs to be made. Yeah. Right. Do you feel that the that you have a voice there as a woman in the industry? Do you feel that you can represent that 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 call? I mean, Keeley is do, obviously doing a great job in that yeah, in some yeah, ways, yeah. and I'm gl- I know you're going to meet up. Did you meet up with her yet, or um? Yet? I
2: think on the weekend. Yeah.
0: Okay. Great so i mean do you think you have a responsibility there in some ways
2: yeah yeah definitely
0: do you like um, that responsibility yes
2: i love it <laughs> <laughs> no i mean there's nothing better than that i mean if you can help someone um in any way um i do it yeah
0: i mean what do you want to i mean what do you think why do you think it's so challenging somehow to do that i mean obviously i know i mean i, I spoke to jeff muddle about it you know a long time ago about cch architect it's like there is there are actually even less women in Arcvis than there are even in visual effects. Yeah. <laughs> right. Why is that the case?
2: Um I think most of the women are maybe more shy than men.
0: Why should that affect it?
2: Um because maybe like me, I don't want to show my work online a lot. Okay. So I think maybe women struggle with it a bit more because I think men want to show off more. Right. I think it's a very manly thing to like show off like cars or like, Hey, I did this. Right. Um, I don't, I think women don't really do this that much.
0: Okay. Should they do it more? Yeah. But you've been telling me that it was hard for you to do that and you don't like being on Instagram and all that other stuff. So
2: it's, but but luckily I already made the step and like lots of connections, but for people who haven't done that for them. It's really important to get their work online, and okay. and I think really the the CG Architect platform is really good because there there's a lot of recognition from like other studios as well. Right, and I think since the update, I think last year, it's been yeah. really great uploading your um, projects over there. Right, um, it's similar to Behance, but I think I like the CG Architect one more mm-hmm. because you can see like for example, oh Peter Godry. Like my project or something like that. Um, that's really cool. Yeah. Um, and it's within our industry, so I think it's really helpful.
0: Yeah, it's interesting. I think I think it's I think it's good. I think there's great. I I I find it sad that we have to promote women specifically in art because that means that they've been an underrepresented minority. Yeah. And it doesn't. It's not fair. There's no reason. There's no reason. Why women should be underrepresented yeah. in the markets.
2: I think the issue comes actually from the universities because people think this is such a technical job, right? But it's not. It's very creative. Yeah, just a but few. But so
0: what if it's technical? Women are technical too.
2: Yeah, but I think more. <laughs> I think most of the people I know, they're like, "Oh no, oh no, this this seems so difficult. Like, how am I going to do this? It's it's so easy. Just watch two tutorials and then you can do it."
0: Okay, listen, but. There is no reason why women aren't smart and technical too. Yeah, that, yeah, yeah. Of
2: course, of course, <laughs> of course. But that's what but that's what they think. They think this is too technical. This is like a boy's
0: job. But uh, this is what frustrates me. Women can be very technical and yeah. very good and very talented. In fact, I working yeah. with a woman, I know this woman, she's way more technical than I am. I yeah. have to work with in fact I go to her and say, I can't figure it out. Can you tell me figure mm, it out? Yeah. But that that's the way it, it doesn't. your gender should not designate whether you should do something technical or not. However, I do yeah. think there's a role that women have, that their gender offers that is something that is missing. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And you mentioned your vignettes and your 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 your, your seeking of comfort yeah. at home, right? That's not that is not typically a, a masculine portrait of architecture
2: i never thought about it. Yeah, maybe that's true. <laughs> and that's
0: that's an advantage. That's a unique that's a unique point of view yeah. that you have to offer that I think represents 50% of the 51% of the population. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that I think should be taken advantage of. Because look at you're using you're using Max and V-Ray and Corona and I know they're not easy programs to learn, but it doesn't mean just because you're a woman that that you're not be able to do that. I think that's the thing that frustrates me a little bit. I'm glad you're doing this voice. I'm glad you're out there representing that. Um, do you, have you, have you been able to inspire women to do that? You think?
2: Yeah, I've talked to a few and they now have jobs in London, um, or different countries. And I think it was, I don't know if it was a big help or not, but, um, they definitely have a nice job now, so. I'll tell
0: cool. you this: it's very rewarding. Yeah. Um, and it comes back to you.
2: Yeah. <laughs>
0: It'll come back to you as a as a benefit in some ways. I mean, I love uh, I love mentoring people a lot. Um, I think it's um. It's a way to uh, 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 selfishly, it makes you feel good. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> but uh that's i think something that's very interesting uh you know what we can do for 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 people and give back to the community exactly yeah who was your mentor
2: who was my mentor yeah i want to say ian banks ian banks yeah we see um um he was my basically former boss from recent spaces right and yeah he showed me a lot and he showed he, he showed me like how he sees things right um in 3DS Marks um right. but also in real life because he's a really good photographer as well. Right. So lots of credits um goes to him. <laughs> good. Um, but yeah um Alex Alex as well um that's his his um, business partner from recent right. spaces so so they did a did a really good job in educating my eye for certain
0: nice.
2: certain shots um like that yeah. Nice. Yeah, but I'm I'm happy because um, two, two and a half years ago basically had this one follower on Instagram who knew I was in the industry, he's from India, um, I think much younger than I am, and he got into 3D and he was like, oh, Isabel, can you give me some comments or can you look at my work? I was like, of course I can do that. Mm-hmm. And... I'm so happy for him because he has improved so much. He is now his own office somewhere in India. I think he also has, like, staff now, and he's doing really well. And it's like, wow, this is so inspiring, even for me, um, how you can grow just in a few years from, like, um, freelancing to being your own small business owner and having, like, a vision, like, Getting your stuff and things like this—it's—it's—it's
0: um, it's, it's so interesting. You never really know where you're going to be able to influence people. Yeah, just little helpful things. I'll give you a story that was very. This is a long time ago. Um, I was, I was thinking about possibly looking into uh, going to visual effects at one point, um, and. Uh, I knew uh, this is a long time ago, uh, and I was looking at uh, the work that Blur was doing.
2: Mm-hmm, yeah,
0: right. And so I just literally cold found the number in the phone book and called them. You know, and said, "Hey, I'm interested in doing this. What do I need to do to What do I need to do to apply for a job at Blur?" And mm-hmm. I got. I had the receptionist on the phone. Mm. Right name is Betty <laughs> okay she still works at blur she's still the receptionist. oh nice <laughs> and she's amazing <laughs> and I've worked on a lot of projects with blur recently and so I'm great friends with them and so whenever I go and I see Betty she gives me a big hug and you know, she's fantastic <laughs> right but I this was you know over 20 years ago and I went up and I and she said and she just was like well what do you have? And I was like, well, I know this and that. And she goes, well, I tell you what you got to do. You have to have a really kick-ass demo reel. No one's going to take you seriously unless you have a really good demo mm. reel because that's the only thing that Tim's going to look at or blah, 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 blah. Yeah, and she yeah. basically told me that. I said, oh, okay. All right. And so, after I got off the phone with her, I was like, "I got to have a new plan. I got to really work on my demo reel. These architectural renderings that I was doing are not necessarily going to going to cut it. I got to think bigger, got to think movies, gonna- yeah." And I started really rethinking everything. But I remember being on the phone with her, you know, forever, <laughs> and and it, how it really changed the way I saw everything. And then it wasn't until you know. You know 20 years later or whatever and i'm getting hanging out and i'm going to blur into the bed it's like i'm oh, doing and i said you know betty do you know that you were on the phone with me 20 plus years ago and you basically gave me guidance for my career that yeah, changed you, everything you
2: changed she changed her your life
0: she changed my life and she's like what And that's like i'm serious and i was like this and i told her the whole story she, and and i told it to tim as well you know and she's like, oh. and it's like, yeah, you know, it's amazing how just a little bit, five minutes of conversation yeah, can but change. But you go your... to
2: the right person. Very lucky as well.
0: Yes. And it's not always the person you think it is. Yeah. This, you know, Betty worked as, as a receptionist at Blur, right? Yeah. And she, she definitely knows what's going on at yeah, Blur. Yeah, that's really cool. But you, you wouldn't expect the receptionist at Blur to give you some career advice. You know? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> out know? and she did and she was great and I really liked it you know and it sort of made me sort of rethink everything so I always like and I always think that's right I think it's great that you did you're giving back to the community yeah at no the same time.
2: absolutely I mean I've asked people for advice they give me advice I just give it to the next person so yeah and I hope they do, will do the same
0: yeah for sure for sure well listen we've actually gone over an hour can you believe it wow, wow, wow. <laughs> so this is really cool really cool and i appreciate you coming by we're the first you. person to do an <laughs> in, in-person podcast in you know in 18 months so it's been a big uh, a big deal for me so i, I appreciate that, like that so thank you so much for doing this
2: thank you so much for inviting me <laughs>